0: Running away from people now, 20, 10, and gone. O'Neal, 67-yard touchdown run.
1: I've got reporters' <laughs> notebooks older than Seth. <laughs>
0: oh, Soaring through the air, high-flying Slovakian.
2: was always us. soft. Can't uh, win uh, on the road, they say. DeVito, pop pass, end zone, touchdown, and the ball game! DeVito, in relief, wins it for the Orange.
0: This is Orange Nation, brought to you by Charles Heating and Air Conditioning with Stephen Fonte and Seth
2: Goldberg.
0: No Seth Goldberg today. Stephen Fonte, Mike Waters with you for our number two. Phone lines are open at 315-437-7644. If you have a question for Mike, we're going to talk mainly basketball here in our number two. Mike is... Uh back from ACC Media Day down in Charlotte. Always great to have you here in studio, Mike. How are you today? I'm good. Not exactly well rested, but I'm I good. Bet. <laughs> I bet. So yeah, you mentioned off air you landed around midnight, so uh, I can I can understand if you're dragging a little bit today. Um it, it's always it, you know these, these trips down to ACC Media Day they're they're always interesting. I think this year um, and you know correct me if I'm wrong, probably a little more interesting than past years because there's so much going on, you know. You've got the ACC network. You've got the the new 20 game schedule. You've got, you know, the all this stuff in the news about you know whether or not athletes should be able to benefit on their their image or likeness. Um, was it one of the more intriguing ACC media days or you know slash Big East media days you've ever been to? You've been doing this for a
1: while. Yeah, it, you know what? It, it I don't think it even ranks in the top three. Really? Well, you c- consider some of the previous years where. Like the one year where Jim Bayheim left media day and went directly to Chicago for a meeting with the NCAA committee on infractions. That was an interesting one. Uh, years where you know Louisville and Patino doesn't even show because you know, Louisville's under investigation and and you know a book's coming out with you know all those allegations. So we've had some interesting times at ACC media day and just low these past six years yeah that's Uh, really kind of has has blown many big east media days away that's true Uh, there's Um, been controversy after controversy so really the whole the main topic yesterday of name image and likeness and paying players yeah it was interesting it's a good topic but it wasn't as salacious as we've seen in the past. It's something that, that
0: could very well shape slash you know, change college athletics for, for years to come or, or you know, as we know it. Uh, what, what, st- what stood out to you uh, about that topic? And you know, I'm sure you talked to a lot of different coaches about it, maybe even talked to some of the players
1: about it. What, what stood out to you from their comments? Um, that they're on some cases, with some of the coaches, as opposed to maybe five or ten years ago, um there seems to be some movement on on the whole issue of uh, players benefiting off their name image and likeness. There's more coaches that are coming around that that idea. Some are still holding strong, they're worried about it they 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 see uh, unintended consequences that could be bad for the sport and you just don't know if that's the case or not, but there seems to be some warming to the issue. Oh, it's a little disappointing is, is there seems to be very few concrete ideas being put out. It's almost like coaches are afraid to go there. You know, Mike Shashevsky got a, a little bit of praise and some pats on the back are, you know, former post standard writer, Pete Thamel wrote for Yahoo, uh, praising Mike Shashevsky for taking a stance and doing what some other coaches didn't do yesterday. But if you actually look at Kay's comments, the stance he took was kind of criticizing the NCAA for not doing anything yet. He didn't, Take a stance. He didn't say we need to pay them now, or I want to see them get money off name, image, like us. or you know what. On top of that, I'd like to see them get get paid. Or this uh, is how we should do it. <laughs> yes, he didn't do any of that, and I'm like, you know, you're Mike Shashevsky multiple national titles, Hall of Famer. No, one you're, you're untouchable. Um, some people don't like what Jim Beheim's ideas and some of the things he says, but you know what? At least we know what he thinks, what he really, really thinks. I don't know if I really know that except for Coach K, except for the fact that, you know what? He, and Pete pointed this out, so Pete gets credit for this. K's not worried about recruiting against Clemson or Syracuse or Maryland or anybody. He knows right now he goes up against Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, and that's about it. He's worried about, in a couple years, having to recruit against Australia, New Zealand, China, and the G League. And that's why he wants the NCAA to do something. But he just said do something. Yeah, so... Uh, Pretty soon they got to get out of the committee room and come up, come back with some answers because otherwise the NCAA is going to get swept up with change going on around them. And that's what Shashevsky was pointing out. They've been slow to change and times are changing. So, something's going to happen whether the NCAA moves or not.
0: They're not being proactive, they're being reactive. Um, and I know you had a chance to, to talk with Jim Beheim about this yesterday. The topic came up uh, time and time again. We're going to play some of these comments back for you. They are lengthy, but I think they're interesting <laughs> and, and we can we can discuss. So, here's, uh, I guess, we'll call it part one of uh, Jim Beheim's comments on this topic.
2: You know, in, in terms of giving the players their likeness, I think we all want that. We just got to figure out how it's. It happens, and this committee is probably one of the most important committees in the the last few years in the NCAA of how to figure out how we can do this and yet make it fair. Uh, With the the changes a few years ago to give the players dinner after practice and after workouts food has helped tremendously because it's put money in players' pockets. They have money because they don't have to take the board they can still take the board money they still buy some food but they have money uh, a little money extra because of that so that was a good rule what can we do now that can get a little bit more money into our players hands and uh, that's the uh, difficult choice going ahead because i don't think anybody wants a team where you have two players making money a lot of money off their image and the other players not making any. I don't think we want to get there, but how we do it, the meal thing, the additional meals was a great plan. It was a great move, a great rule, and it's really helped the players. So what can we do to help the players that's fair for everybody? That's what we need to figure out.
0: All right, I'll let you respond and then we'll play a little more Jim Beheim. Your thoughts on that? Well,
1: I, I think I was right there with you. Him. were. Okay, yes. I was. I could
0: hear you in the background kind of <laughs> chit chatting with, with him and asking follow up questions and whatnot. So I, I know
1: you were there. Well, it, I, and you, a minute ago when I said certain coaches have been warming up to this whole, you know, being in favor of the name Image and Lightness, Jim Beheim's one of them. Yep. He used to not be in favor of this and now he is, but he's obviously still like, it's, you know, how do we make it cautious, work? Cautious, yeah. And he's very cautious. Um, I take exception to not exception. I will disagree with him on the make it fair issue. Why? Why do we need to make it fair? When I mean, Tyus Battle plays 38 minutes a game and some other kid plays none, that's not fair. So if Tyus Battle is deserving of making money off of his name, image, and likeness, why is it fair that he has to give some of that to the 12th guy on the bench? Uh, just so no one's feelings get hurt. I mean, Feelings, we, 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 why are we so protective of people having feelings anymore? Get hurt. Buck up. Handle it. If you don't like it, transfer. Or you know what? Maybe when you're a sophomore, junior, or maybe a senior, you'll be the one who'll be able to make some money off your name, image, and likeness. You don't make it as a freshman or sophomore. You know what? There's a kid who, hard, who didn't play at all last season for Syracuse. And the season before, he barely played any, and I don't know how much he's going to play this year, but Howard Washington can make money off his name, image, and likeness right now, maybe more than almost anybody else on this team, after what he went through sure. with his stroke, right? Sure. Listen, there's lots of ways kids can make some money off their name, image, and likeness. And, and, and non-revenue sports. You know, like the women's lacrosse team, they have a certain number of scholarships and a lot more players on the team than they have scholarships. They divide those scholarships up. They don't divide them up fairly. Right? There's some girls on that team getting an eighth of a scholarship. Some get half. Some get a full. And that's not has to. And that's for all the non-revenue sports. It's not fair. So I don't know why fair has to come into it. Listen, it's not going to be easy. It's going to make coaches' lives more difficult. But I think it can be done if we work at it
0: don't you think one of the potential unintended consequences and i'm not saying this is necessarily a bad thing but don't you think one of the the possible unintended consequences is that we see more transfers that you're 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 less likely to do what you're suggesting. saying, "Oh, I'll wait my turn. I, know. I, I can make money." Yeah, uh, you know, you you come in as a freshman. Like I see, I see all these guys making money. Like I know I'm good. Coach isn't giving me a chance. I'm. Oh, you know, my agent told me that I can transfer to Temple tomorrow. And it, it, don't you think? I mean, and we yeah. already see a lot of transfers.
1: Then it becomes Hundreds. then it then it yeah. becomes free agency. I know, and and that could be one of the unintended consequences. And I don't know whether it would mean more transfers, the same number, or less. Because could it be less? Like, listen, bide your time. Don't leave here. This is, this is Alabama football you're talking about. Uh, don't give up the opportunity. These fans are going to love you. You're going to be on those commercials when you're a junior. This is Kentucky basketball. You know Why is Kyle Wilcher transferring to Gonzaga instead of sticking it out in Lexington, where he'll be a god You know if he stays out? for. I don't know. I still think that it'll come down to like playing time. Well, so I was like going to say, Wilson so we'll leave Kentucky right. because he knows as a junior senior he's going to get recruited over. I don't. I really don't know if the if the prospect of making money on a car commercial in Gonzaga, you know, Spokane, Washington, is going to be. the
0: So same. I was just going to say that uh, to follow up with, with what you were saying that right now we see all these transfers and it's it's almost solely because of playing time. Yeah. You add money into the equation. In my opinion, that number is going to go up because now it's another big reason why guys would transfer. Because oh, I'm not getting an opportunity here. I don't want to wait three years. I, you know, I could go here. My agent tells me he's got this lined up for me in you know, uh, Central Florida. And I'm uh, whatever.
1: I, mean, yeah, you know, I know whatever
0: the case may be. I, I just think if you add another big element, big factor that the guys have to consider, to me the the number is going to go up. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just I could foresee. Transferring becoming like free agency that everybody's going to look at their options in the off season. Well, I only got ten minutes here, and you know where could I get money? And I, I'll ask
1: my agent. Deal but with my here's agent. The thing. Some of those kids that transfer, they don't transfer up all the time. That's true. They for more playing time, they transfer down. Now you transfer down, you may not have the opportunity at a program like I don't know. Throw like a kid goes from Syracuse to Vanderbilt. Just saying. <laughs>
0: That, okay. might have, that might have happened recently. you right. It,
1: I don't know. But I've lived in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm going to tell you right now, the kid playing basketball for Vanderbilt is nowhere near right. the, the big man on campus right. that a kid is at Syracuse. That's a fair point. Because in Nashville, you've got NHL. you got football. Um, it's a huge city with a lot of other stuff going on. Vandy, I was there. I know. So, yeah, maybe some kids don't transfer.
0: All right, we got to take a time out because we're up against the clock. We'll get into part two of Jim Beheim's comments after this. We'll keep the conversation going. If you'd like to check in on the phones, 315 437 7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. No Seth Goldberg today. He's back tomorrow. Stephen Fati, Mike Waters with you here for our number two of Orange Nation. 315-437-7644 is the number if you'd like to check in. Uh, we, we played uh, a portion of Jim Beheim's comments on the name, image, and likeness uh, topic last segment. Uh, let's play uh, part two of those comments uh, here. This is from uh, yesterday at ACC Media Day.
2: When you want to make a case to get their image, I'm, I'm for that. How do we do that so it's fair for everybody on the team? And if a player, if players are allowed agents, that agent's going to be working when the kid's in 10th grade or 11th grade to get him the most money wherever he can go to college. And there will be places there will be a lot of money. And if one of your players, if a player comes to my school and is getting a commercial for $25,000, let's say, well, then every one of my players needs to get an agent and go around town and try to find somebody that will give him a commercial for some amount of money. And if that's where we want to go, well, if that's the way it goes, you know, then, then really they're pretty much on their way to being professional. If they're not, if that's not, you have to change the definition of amateur for sure. And I'm not against that. But that's what I see coming, because if one or two of my players are good enough to get commercials, and they will be, to get some money, I'm gonna try to make sure each one of my other players has an agent or somebody that will try to help him get something. And I don't, is that where, can we please realize that 3,900 college basketball players are happy to have a scholarship like i was i would seventy thousand dollar scholarship yes and the hundred guys that are really good they're going to make money playing basketball
0: all right yeah. so some interesting stuff there uh your your thoughts on uh,
1: on those comments well making it fair you know jim mentioned that phrase again in in that uh, soundbite is something that i heard from several coaches yesterday i, th- I think it was danny manning who uh, offered the idea of uh, taking all the money that all of the, that any players from his team would make and putting it in a pool and divvying it up. It's interesting. You know, at least it's another idea thrown out there. And I think we're at a point right now where if you're in the NCAA, we're not rejecting any ideas. We need lots of ideas. And then let's don't reject any right away and let's talk about them. That would that would solve the team chemistry problem.
0: Yeah. That I, w- if we are worried about that. We know it's popped up. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it
1: came up yesterday. Right. Personally, I wouldn't, I'm not that worried about it. But other coaches, I see why coaches would be. Because you know what? For one, it's a new element right. for them to worry about.
0: I'm not a coach. I really don't have to well, worry it's about another it. Well, <laughs> it's another reason for guys to be upset about, about
1: playing time. And, and wait till the parents get involved. <laughs> right. And believe me, I've talked to enough coaches and their assistants to know that you wouldn't think at the college level that you'd still have Little League moms and dads. But, man, do they ever. Um, Mike Bray was talking about it yesterday in, in the way only – Mike Breakhand, he's so hysterical. He said, you know, you spend the entire time recruiting a kid and the parents, and you're recruiting them, and you're building up that connection. And he goes, as soon as you get the kid, you want to cut that connection off. Yeah, And no more dealing with the parents and make the assistant coaches deal with the parents. And, like, you know, he, the way he said it was so stark and yet so funny. Um, you know, the other thing that was in that soundbite from, from uh, Jim there was uh, he talked about the players having agents. You know, like if, a, if one player off a team gets a great deal – you know he, you know the players, the rest of the players on the team need to get an agent and go out there. Why not have any offers? Anybody that like let's say there's a car company out there in in Syracuse somewhere that wants to get a player on the Syracuse roster in a commercial. Don't players still don't need an agent? Go through the school, you know, make somebody at the school their quote unquote agent, and the, the offers come through that person. That person will call. Tyus battle and maybe Tyus battle's dad into the office and say this company right here they they want to you know offer you $10,000 for a car commercial. Yeah, great. Or they might say you know what? No, nah, we're really not interested in doing that. Um I don't believe in cars, you know, or whatever, you know, I don't believe in that brand, I don't want to do that, but the school could 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 have a still have a say here a- and you might keep some agents from like from every single kid on a college Basketball roster from having the, each their own agent.
0: Now, just to play devil's advocate, I think the flip side of that you could say that for a guy who who develops, um, like let's say, like well, Rakeem Christmas isn't a great example. Um, because, I mean, he, he was still highly touted coming out of high school. I'm trying to think of an example of, of somebody that, that develops over the course of their three or four years that, you know, maybe as a junior or senior, now he's starting to get some endorsements. I guess my mm-hmm. point is, to play devil's advocate, that if you're Trevor good, Cooney. Okay. Yeah, that's a good example. Okay. Um, so, so that is the, the practical implementation of this new rule. My concern... Again, on the flip side of this, just to play devil's advocate, is if you're good enough to be recruited by Syracuse and Kentucky and Indiana and so on and so forth, my guess is talking about the parents being involved, the parents are gonna say, you know, when they're a sophomore or junior getting recruited and maybe they're McDonald's all American, you better get an agent, son, because we gotta figure out what's best for you and we wanna plan for your future. So my guess is a lot of these guys would probably have agents coming to college. And that could be one of the unintended consequences. Do we want college athletics to be run by the agents? Or instead of recruiting the kid and his family, are you now dealing with the agent? <laughs> and maybe a little bit with the kid. And, you, and you maybe you're maybe not dealing with the parents. And now it's you know the kid says,
1: well, we'll talk to my agent. Yeah. I don't know. Again, if, if the NCAA says, listen, kids can make money off their name, image, and likeness, but all offers have to come through the school to the kid. That's the new the rule. Listen, we're gonna let you have the money, but we're gonna try to keep it under control. Maybe you I like that better. It, maybe you keep the agents out of it. I like for that a while, better. I like know?
0: that idea better yeah. than than having the, the sport Run by agents right. because I, I could see that. You know, Jim I Behan, I mean, want that. in that comment, Jim Beheim ba- mentioned, you know, ninth, 10th, 11th graders. I mean, we could, I mean, Deion Waiters was recruited as an eighth grader. Like, couldn't we see, mm-hmm. you know, the agents? We think, you know, the, you know there's a, a seedy side to the AAU circuit now. Mm-hmm. I mean, couldn't you see now if there's more money involved with not just the McDonald's All Americans that are going to the NBA, but you're talking about anybody who's going, you know, high D1. <laughs> um, I mean, think about. You know the the agents smell blood in the water. You know, for lack of a better term, they know they can make some money off these kids, even if they don't go to the NBA. You know, if you land a couple kids at a at a Syracuse or
1: Maryland or whatever, you you see that as an opportunity to make some money. Sure, they'll be there. The sharks will. The sharks are circling now, and certainly, given any more opportunity, they'll they'll try to wedge their way in there. Uh, They do now. We we know that. Um, they, They they try to get involved. We we've seen it with the FBI trial. Not necessarily agents per se, but you know, some agents, but through sneaker companies sure. and stuff like that. They, yeah, we find a we, way. We know they're out there. Um and especially more for basketball than football or any other sport. Because basketball, it's a little bit easier to identify that kid as a eighth, ninth, or tenth grader that's going to be good.
0: Yeah. And and with football, I mean let's be honest, most of it's gonna be around the quarterbacks, right? Because that's most the most
1: visible guy on right. the field.
0: Face of the franchise, uh, you know, face of the program, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think it, I think it is more basketball than football. I think you're absolutely right, but I like your idea better. get the schools more involved and and push the agents to the side because i, I think that could be a dangerous, unintended consequence if if now, all of a sudden the agents are,
1: are running the sport. Re- it just requires one more associate athletic director in charge with yeah. uh, creating a- jobs <laughs> It is a win-win for everybody. You're creating a new position That's what we can run on. <laughs> Let's go to the, to
0: the phone lines. Uh, Stephen North Syracuse wants to chime in on this. Hey, Steve.
2: Yeah, I, I've been listening to your conversation. Uh, I, I wonder a few things about this. When the NCAA loves to regulate things. Uh, is there any reason they couldn't regulate the rates that players get for doing commercials? Couldn't the schools become the agents for the players to do these commercials instead of having uh, some outside agent uh, manage it? And uh, I like Danny Manning's idea, couldn't the money that it comes in from these commercials, be uh, shared with teammates, or, or maybe the school could could get a cut, or, or, or something like that. So it's still tied in with the team and and the school, and it isn't strictly an individual thing.
1: All good points. Um, you know, I I think if you've been listening, you know, I'm not really in favor of the divvying up and and being fair. <laughs> I'm against fair. <laughs> Um, Jim's for it. I think Steve seems uh, maybe you're for it. Uh, no, right.
0: I'm I'm not. I don't, I don't think. I don't, well, I don't think that part
1: of it makes a lot of sense. Like if okay. you're Ty's
0: battle and you can make, you know, X amount of dollars, why should you have to share it with? Again, nothing against. Well, I'll just I'll just say like two. Say a couple freshmen are coming in and they're, they're projects and and likely to redshirt this year. Why yeah. is Ty's battle sharing his money with the
1: kid who's coming into redshirt? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, me neither. Uh, regulating the rates. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to think about that, to be honest, Steve. It's it's interesting. You're talking about regulating the rates across the board so that like, can, no, no Alabama booster is going to be able to give some quarterback
0: That's something the concern.
1: way beyond market value. That's the concern, that it yeah. becomes,
0: yeah. you know, who can throw the most money at a certain player to get them.
1: So know, maybe I think that it. is concern. I've heard some people say it's if, if it's going to happen, it's only going to happen a few times because eventually – I think the rate of return for some boosters like a basketball player is going to be there on campus for 6 to 8 months. You're really going to waste that much money on a kid. I mean, how many cars are you selling are you just basically throwing that money out there so that your favorite team when, you know, has a chance at a And you could go around and
0: tell your friends like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I brought Zion
1: Williamson here. Like I got Zion to come to Duke. Yeah. And by the way, Duke didn't make final 4 last year. That's true. With one of the best all-time recruiting classes ever for which they didn't cheat. And the players got nothing, and they didn't make the final four. They got R.J. Barrett Zion. So if we start like letting players benefit off their name image and line, listen, Duke either gets the same recruiting class it's getting now, or maybe Zion Williamson decides to stay home and goes to Clemson.
0: Wouldn't that be something? Or yeah,
1: right. And, and that would help college
0: basketball. It, I, it, I mean, that it could happen. That that would be a positive. You, you might consequence actually of break this.
1: up some of the mega recruiting classes because like Quade Green doesn't go to Kentucky because he realizes that they've got three other listen it's great for Quade Green to go to Kentucky as part of a mega recruiting class cuz he's going to go in there and they're going to like go to a final 4 right but do you really want to go and be like the fourth member of the four player recruiting class and now you know you're not going to get the best deals uh, for the commercials at the at the clothing store or or the or the or the car dealership
0: right go go somewhere and be the guy right That could happen. All right. I don't know. We do need to take another time out. Save that thought. We're going to continue this topic on the other (laughs) side. A lot of people want to check in on this. 315-437-7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio. Live from Armory Square. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Stephen Fonzi, Mike Waters with you for one more segment. Mike's got to get out of here early, get back to the office. Um, but we, we've got another 10 minutes or so to talk some basketball, and we've got a lot of people who want to chime in on this subject. So It's a very interesting subject, and there's no right or wrong to it. Um, so let's go back to the phone lines. Rick and Liverpool up next on the show. Hey, Rick. You're, you're right. There is no right or wrong to it. But what would, I mean, my, my sort of radical idea is if you want to accept pay, to play or use your likeness, then just give back your scholarship and go make as much as you want and let the kids that want to come on scholarship, stay on scholarship. So you're taking a gamble on yourself of sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 a year. If you can make that money back and you have to write a check for your education, if that's what you want. That's a, an interesting take that we haven't heard yet. Mike, what do you think? Think about that?
1: Well, we said up front, no right or wrong answers. So it's not wrong. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of wincing at it because basically you're giving the kid a worse deal than he's getting now.
0: Right. I was just going to say, I don't know. Some kids could, like Zion Williamson, I know he's the exception to the rule. Zion could have made that. Um, Maybe,
1: yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Um, but he's one
0: of the rare. I mean Yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, is Tyler Lydon making that? No. But, pro- no, no. No. Um, so, and I understand the point, Rick, and appreciate you calling. Yeah. And, and again, no, no wrong ideas here. Um, I'd have a hard time doing that because a majority of the kids, like a vast majority of the kids, aren't going to be able to make that money back per year, you the, know, until the, they left. The
1: only ones that would, and we got to remember this because we're in Syracuse, where the cost of going to the local institution is incredibly high. Um, there are some places, in, an in-state kid going to a state school, like like a football player at Oklahoma or Nebraska. They're a, a, a high, highly touted quarterback going to some place like that might be able to make more than their scholarship is worth. I kind of you know, I'll, I'll give Rick this, though, um, while I initially winced at it, I, I I understand in a way where he's coming from. He wants to put some value back on the scholarship itself. And I agree with that. I, I wish more kids and and people out there valued the 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 the, scholars, the 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 scholarship itself a little bit more, but it's hard to tell an eighteen or 19 year old kid who thinks he's going to play in the NBA. Value your education, son.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to tell that kid going back to what we talked about earlier. It's hard to tell that kid wait your turn when you're a junior or senior. Yeah. You know the opportunity is going to be there to make some money. I I don't know. I see the transfer number you know going sky high if this goes through. But again, that's I'm not. I'm not against it. Yeah. I, I and I understand there are a lot of practical applications. I'm worried about the agents getting to the ninth graders and tenth graders, and and I'm worried about the agents running the sport. Um, and, and I'm, I I want to see the the student athletes make some money and, and profit on their image and likeness. I just I don't want the sport to get dirtier. If that's if I think it's possible that it could that it could get dirtier, and I and and so whatever You're regulations right, or could. limitations they put on it. I think they they need to have that kind of in mind to you know to be fair as everybody's talking about, but also to try and eliminate as many of the unintended consequences as as possible. And then the the, tra- the transfers going up is is down the list. I think it's I think it's the agents running the sport and getting to the ninth and tenth graders, and you know, do we want sixteen year olds you know driving around in BMWs? And 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 again, I don't know if that would happen, but I, I see you know agents see dollar signs and if they think you know well this kid even if he lands an su and doesn't go to the nba you know he could still make me some money i'm going to go after this 10th grader and and try to land him at a you know a certain school where he can make money i just i don't want agents running the sport i think that that could be dangerous for for college athletics i think
1: i agree with you it would be dangerous i think you'd have to take measures uh to make sure you know to to try to prevent that from happening
0: all right, Mike, this hour always goes by too quickly when you come in, but the door is always open. We love yeah, yeah. having you. Uh, thanks for coming in uh, on, on short rest, as they say in the baseball baseball world, coming back on uh, on short rest Hope to, to help little, us out Better today. than Verlander. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was surprising last night. Tommy and I talked about that in, in the first hour. All right, you get back to the office. We're going to take a timeout. We'll wrap up the show with our home field advantage segment right after this on ESPN Radio.